time for Soul Talks. We're Bill and Christy Galtier, Christian counselors and the founders of Soul Shepherding. In John 10, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I lay down my life for the sheep and I take it up again. My sheep follow me. No one can snatch them out of my hands. In other words, with Jesus at the cross, we are unforsaken. That's our theme for this special series during Lent. Thanks for joining us. Christy, we love hearing from our listeners of Soul Talks, don't we? Oh, it's such a blessing to hear from people in our community and know they're with us. Yeah, we're hearing from people on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and email. Yeah, I'm loving it. So, so grateful. So fun to hear who's out there. For instance, we appreciate an email from our friend Jake in South Orange County here in California and talking about the Emotionally Sensitive Person podcast we did a few weeks ago. He says, it was so helpful for me in understanding myself and my son, he says. And uh, he says, tell Christy, I'm telling you, Christy, he says, great job on being vulnerable and having a voice for those of us who are emotional people. Thank you, Jake. That means so much because it, it is a risk for me. It is vulnerable for me. So it makes it worth it, though, when I hear that people are receiving something from the Lord. Yeah. And then Pat from Canada reached out to us and shared of her story, and she also uh, reacting to the podcast on the emotionally sensitive person and says that she is screamingly sensitive. Mm. Yeah, that just really brings out the empathy right there. Yes, we can feel that. Yeah, we can. Yeah. That's very poignant. And she says that when she was a girl, her mom would say to her, stop crying whenever she was sad. And so mm. sometimes she cried herself to sleep. Yeah. Well, I... So appreciate her the vulnerability of her sharing this with us and, you know, understand. Good to know, you know, we're not alone. Yeah, she really took courage to reach out. Uh, she said that, you know, sometimes she would just, you know, hide from her mom, even feeling like she hated herself, you know, Shame. because when you're sad and you're struggling and then you don't receive empathy from a parent, then there's the, and if it's not safe, then to like, get frustrated at that parent and, you know, say, hey, ouch, you know, I need your attention. I need you to listen to me. And kids that really feel safe and cared for will do that. But if not, then you'll turn it inward and go into shame, self-condemnation, self-hatred. Yeah. So she says, you know, that she, you know, as a girl and growing up, she never knew why she was so sensitive Mm -hmm. and even as an adult. And so our podcast on the Emotionally Sensitive Person really helped her understand herself. And so she has this beautiful prayer. She says, thank you, God, Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ, that empathy is not an illness. Yes. It has been isolating for me, Lord, and I need your help to accept my emotions and to learn more how to verbalize what I feel and to internalize care and compassion and, and not go into self-hatred mm-hmm. yeah. in Jesus' name. And then she signs off, and I love this. She says, happy in holiness, glad in glory, pleased in peace, and jovial in joy. Mm, That is so beautiful and powerful. Thank you, Pat, for taking time to write us and share. We just rejoice upon hearing from you. Yeah, so we're continuing our Lent journey through our Unforsaken booklet, and we're uh, looking at this uh, crosswalk with Jesus. So. You want to get us started, honey? Well, we are talking about Station 3 today, where Jesus falls for the first time. And so we we start off again with this great prayer. Thank you, Jesus, by your cross. You gave us your life, 
and showed us how to fall into Abba's arms of love. So we read in Psalm 38, 6 and 10, I'm bowed down and brought very low. My strength fails me. And this is Jesus, the Son of God, a young, strong man, you know, who'd been a physical laborer. And just to think of him falling between the weight of this emotional and spiritual and physical burden of this, it helps us to feel like he really did experience all of our our sufferings, as Scripture says, that all of our temptations and sufferings, Jesus suffered and more. Yeah, and in fulfillment of this prophecy in Psalm 38, Jesus is taking the fall for us, Mm -hmm. so to speak, carrying the weight of our sin at the cross. And I think that this uh, third station and the the first time in the stations that Jesus falls down recalls to us the Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus falls down in sorrowing and grieving, um, even to the point of his his sweat uh, and tears becoming uh, bloody is under such tremendous pressure and travail. And he falls down and uh, meditating upon this, and particularly Mark's version where he shows us Jesus crying out to God as Abba, mm-hmm. Abba, yeah. you know, Father, take this cup from me, yeah, but not but what I will, what you know, what you will. And this, you know, deep submission and, and surrender and choosing of the cross out of love for us. He's not just falling down in tears and in distress and collapsing onto the ground. He he's falling into Abba's arms. Well, that certainly helps us to bear this, to think of him falling into Abba's arms and then to realize that Abba's there to catch us when we fall too to give us a vision of that. Yeah, I just so need that because, uh, you know, a lot of times when I fall, I be critical of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hate falling. It's, it's embarrassing. It hurts. It hurts our pride as well as the physical pain. You know, and then we have some questions here as we do with, after each of the stations, very short chapters in this booklet. I like that. You like that? You, <laughs> like can, you can read this whole booklet in probably about an hour, right? I mean, yeah. we've, we've done that. Well, and it's easy to go back and then re- reignite my mind, engage my mind with Jesus and the scriptures throughout the week. So I like that too. Yeah, and that's how we're going through it for Lent. I've gone through this booklet while doing a crosswalk, literally, and take an hour or two and just you know thumb through the pages as I go along, and that's a great way to do it for a retreat. But we're savoring the meditations uh, for the whole 40 days of Lent. Well, at least people feel like they don't have two hours to do the Stations of the Cross. I think I did it in about 40 minutes, and it was still incredibly meaningful. I mean, I've taken longer, too, but it can be done in shorter Mm -hmm. amounts of time, and, and you can still really engage in some meaningful prayer experiences. So we have some soul talk uh, questions and prayers at the end of each of these short little chapters. And we begin with, uh, here on station three, identifying a burden that's weighing you down because we're identifying with Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've felt some burdens this week. <laughs> They've been weighing me down. Yeah. Tell me, what are you, what well, are you experiencing? Well, responsibilities that we carry, you know, is really the two doing soul shepherding and the sincerity of all God's entrusted to us. Well, this is feeling like a burden, you know, the responsibility and the decisions and also just carrying some of the burdens of some of the ministry leaders and pastors and pastor's wives that we meet with and containing a lot of their pains and sufferings and burdens. And of course, it's a, a burden in a way is a blessing. You know, yes. Paul said, carry each other's burdens and this mm-hmm. way you fulfill 
the law of Christ, which is the law of love. It's in yeah. Galatians chapter six. And he talked from his own life about the, the burden of the churches and yes. the responsibilities mm-hmm. and, you know, they weighed him down. There, there's stress right. in that. And we, we do this out of love, of course. So, yeah. so yeah, so you're feeling the weight of this. And yes. as you're reflecting on Jesus carrying the cross and then falling down, you're uh, sympathizing there. Well, I'm feeling actually empathy from Jesus, ah. that he actually empathizes with the burden I feel. Hmm. And he knows and he cares and he even appreciates that I'm carrying it with him and by his power and for his glory. And that it's okay if sometimes I stumble under it. I mean, obviously, I'm not talking about like some blatant sin or something. But if I get tired and sometimes I, you know... Just feel undone, like this is too big for me, God. You're entrusting me with more than I can handle. I think he understands that, that I feel that way sometimes. Yeah, well, I'm in this with you. So we're in in the middle of a process here of uh, getting some help from some Christian businessmen and women who are evaluating our ministry. And so we've done a a SWOT analysis with strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, and going through the Peter Drucker questions and uh, looking at our leadership and uh, it's some hard uh, thinking, mm-hmm. and you know this is our our life's work. You know the ministry yes. that we started seven and a half years ago, and and we've been so blessed to see how God has grown it and, yeah. and used us in this. But then now to sort of offer this to people that we you know just meeting and to kind of get their feedback, we, we got a some vulnerable. Yeah, we got tender hearts here, yeah. and it's like this is our dream, and yeah. it's like you know we we're asking people give us critical feedback. Yeah. So do you have a way that you're, have a burden that weighs you down? Or? Well, yeah, that's what I'm starting to tell you about. Really, it's similar to what you're sharing. Uh, you know, I think a lot of our listeners get our Soul Shepherding devotional, but uh, which you can sign up for on our website if, if not. But in uh, the one that comes out next Tuesday, I tell the story of how I feel about this process. Yeah, and looking forward to reading that. I write about uh, what I do when I feel stupid mm. because that's... You know, that's how I feel in this process mm-hmm. because of my personality. I feel like I should know what to do and I, I should get it right. And mm-hmm. a lot uh, of pressure. Yeah. And so, it's a burden for sure. Yeah. Well, and especially when, you know, if I feel like I'm not getting it as right as I could, then, you know, I start to judge myself. And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm stretching myself to ask for this help. And I know it's a good thing. Yes. And I, I in, you know, in many ways I feel encouraged and, and confident, but there's still, there's still these emotions, you know, Mm -hmm. you can, you can believe one thing that, you know, gee, this is great what God's doing in our ministry, but then you can feel like, oh, but we don't know how to deal with things. And should we be hiring employees and becoming a big organization to manage it all and help more people? But, oh, well, we're not good at that. And that doesn't seem right. And so just getting stuck there. Yeah. So you feel under the burden of needing to do this all right and be competent and feeling insecure about that or maybe some doubt about that and carrying that burden as you're leading soul shepherding and doing that in front of others. Yeah. It does feel exposing Mm -hmm. to just, you know, vulnerable and exposing. Yeah. Offering for people to see into the specifics of how we're doing things. Yeah. Well, it's painful to feel stupid. I mean, it's tempting for me to want to reassure you, Oh, you're definitely not (laughs) stupid, Bill, but I know empathizing with you and how that feels. I can, see the temptation there i think satan probably tries to get in there and accuse you too and yeah discourage you and take you out drain you thank you for your comfort Mm -hmm. and your confidence in me i I mean i I know that i'm not 
stupid or right. I, I know I'm not a failure. But point is that, you know, I have emotions mm-hmm. in this process. And if I don't pay attention to those and you help me the way you listen to me, then, then I can start to get depressed, yeah. start to get anxious. I mean, I've, there were a few times along the way that I just wanted to abort this process. <laughs> I was just like, I don't need, why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you trusting me with your emotions and sharing them. And I respect you for that. It increases my respect mm-hmm. for you, honey, because you share your emotions with me and let me pray for you. And thank you for that. Well, it's a real gift. And I, I really need that because it's hard for me as a man, you know, to be vulnerable and sensitive and tender. You know, I wasn't raised in a culture that valued that, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. didn't feel you know, safe all the time as a boy and the oldest in the family. And, you know, my mom's sensitive and she had emotions and needs. And so I kind of kept my stuff in check, kept it hidden inside. And so I'm so grateful for the way you've leaned into the vulnerability with me and trusting me. And it really has increased my love and respect for you. That's because of your emotional strength and moving towards me with interest and uh, gentleness and non-judgmental love and uh, you know, just pouring on that empathy. So, well, it's a great um, gift in our relationship. And I think it's what God really calls us to in community. And so I'm wondering, honey, how have you felt caught and held in Abba's love when you feel this burden and feel like you're stumbling well, you know, under I'm feeling, it and want to call it quits? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think it's our board friends on our board and other friends and advisors who really are journeying with us and care for us. You know, they've ministered uh, Jesus carrying the cross to me, you know, coming to me with empathy and compassion and believing in us and praying for us. And so that's really held me in Abba's love. Good. Well, now station four is Mary coming to Jesus as he's on his way here to Golgotha. And he shows us how to love our mother in this because here he's in great suffering But in encountering her, I love how this is portrayed in the Passion of the Christ movie, where he sees her and he comes to her and says, I make all things new. That's from Revelation 21.5. He's focused on the joy set before him. And so here he is in suffering, but he's he's loving his mother. And then Mm -hmm. here she is loving him, suffering with him, journeying with him. She has borne witness to his whole life, to the whole thing from the before his conception all the way through now to his death. And she hangs in there with him. And I, I just think of how she's empathizing with him and, and what a comfort that is. When I'm sick, I want my mom. Yeah. And yeah. so here he is suffering and his mom who's been with him through this all, mm. there she is loyal right there at the cross. And then he looks down and he asks John to care for her. You see this mutual love. It's kind of a Trinitarian love that's been shown here on earth in between Jesus and his mother. Yeah, so beautiful, Christy. Your mother's heart and perspective into this scene here. So touching. We have a picture here of Mary and Jesus face to face. He's mm. carrying his cross and you just can see the the empathy and yes. the, the tender heart and the, the shared grieving that's mm-hmm. coming from Mary towards Jesus as he's yeah. carrying his cross. But the the grief, you know, melts into love and compassion because, you know, Jesus doesn't um want us to feel sorry for him per se, you know, this is what he's choosing to do. This is his whole purpose of his life. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So Mary and then us along with her, we're coming to understand that, that, okay, so yeah, this is brutal. This is unjust. This is awful. 
but yet uh, we always want to remember this great theme that we get from Hebrews 12. You know, for the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross. And so there's a lot of dark shadows here in this cross journey Mm -hmm. of Lent. But shadows are only present when there's sunlight somewhere. Mm. And there's sunlight that comes from the Easter resurrection and the loving presence of God throughout the Lenten journey. And so just so grateful for the powerful love of Jesus and God the Father and how they stay in tune and stay connected. And then we even see this now between mother and son. Yes. You know, and and Mary really gives me, um, helps me to take heart and to be willing to suffer for Jesus too, because she's so willing to suffer for Jesus. And Jesus is so willing to suffer for us. And so I take heart from Mary to be willing to suffer for Jesus. Yeah. Tell me more about that because this really is getting my attention because you know, with your tender, sensitive heart and your gift of mercy, taking on suffering is like a big deal yeah. for you. It, it really affects you. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to suffer. <laughs> so yeah, none of us do. Right. But seeing the way that she stays in oh, so much, you know, and she doesn't understand it. She can't fully understand it. When she's surrendering and agreeing to suffer, it's beyond what she knows. And she can hear these things like a sword's going to pierce your heart from Simeon. Mm-hmm. And that'd be pretty scary. But she perseveres with her willingness, that same attitude that she had upon uh, the angel visiting her, let it be to me according to your will. And she keeps trust all through the desolation and the pain. And she doesn't know Sunday's coming at this point. So you're inspired by her devotion, her, yes. her, her love and honoring yes. of Jesus, her, her, yes. her, her son and the son of God. Yes. And, I, and to think that in the way she's empathizing with Jesus and being willing to journey with him and suffer with him, so Jesus feels and receives maybe some of that from me as I suffer for him, as I'm willing to suffer for him. Yeah. Our, even this uh, journey in Lent where I'm setting aside some time to do these meditations and conversations with you and in the scriptures and doing a rhythm of life around, uh, really refreshing on a rhythm of life I've done before around giving up judging. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes in, in Lent, I, I talked about this on my Facebook Live video today that love for our listeners to tune into that if they just uh, friend Bill Galtier and you can watch that three-minute video. But, you know, we often think about Lent as a time of, you know, giving something up and denying yeah. ourselves some fasting and this kind of mm-hmm. thing. And that's a great training for Lent. But it's really about an inward change in our character of becoming a more loving person. And so that's what I'm working on this Lent by God's grace and so forth is giving up the attitude of, of judging. And of course, I'm not going to be able to do that perfectly. I'm going to fall down. And that's part of the, the blessing of the Stations of the Cross here is we're going to come back to this scene a second and a third time that Jesus falls down. And, and he never fall down in sin, but he, he carries our sin. Mm-hmm. And we fall down yeah. even in sin. And so we need to be forgiven. And God in his grace, he allows that. And so that's part of the, you know, we might be afraid to say, okay, Lord, I'm going to give up judging. It's like, whoa, how are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to fail at it. And then I'm going to confess that. And I'm going to seek mercy. And that's part of the learning. Yeah. And then I'm going to do some other disciplines like, you know, memorizing Matthew 7 that talks about not judging, really meditating on that, thinking about that, and looking to God to help me be uh, the kind of person who would share with others the unconditional love that God gives to me. 
And I hope that I can be somebody you can confess that to and you can receive care from Abba's arms through me as an ambassador of him too in this season. I certainly will. Jesus, thank you for taking this cross journey in love for us and for showing us how to follow you and love you and respond to your incredible love. Amen. Amen. Each week during Lent, we're having a soul talk in response to the readings in our new booklet called Unforsaken. It's a short storybook with pictures, Bible meditations, and prayers that invite you to follow Jesus station by station on his cross journey. You can order Unforsaken on soulshepherding.org or Amazon for as little as $5. Till next time, let's continue our conversation with Christ.